1: It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all,
0: it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Okay. From the off season through the wins and the losses, it's time to take one, 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 one. Giant, giant step step. step. This is unreal, and it centers around this kid, Tommy DeVito. Bryce, you know, before we break down what happened Monday night and and the evolution of him, just your overall feelings as a 22-year-old Giant fan watching this Tommy DeVito story and riding
1: the wave. So I think I have a very specific viewpoint on this because I went to Syracuse, and my freshman and sophomore years, Tommy DeVito was the starting quarterback, and I think I was the biggest Tommy DeVito hater out there, even up until the, like, I one of the episodes that we did, I straight up said, This guy is trash, he's garbage, we cannot play him in a game. And obviously, I've done a complete 180, as every other person who also was a Syracuse fan at the same time, still a Syracuse fan now, because what we saw does not correlate to what we're seeing right now. So I think everything aside is, you know, being a 22-year-old Giants fan, you know, I, I still remember the two Super Bowls that I was alive for. I remember exactly where I was for both of those, so I can count those. You know, I'm not, this isn't a situation where, you know, I missed every single Yankees World Series. Like, I I, I was there. I was there. I may have been seven and then, and, then, and then 11, but I remember the Super Bowls. And I also remember when Tommy DeVito was an awful college football quarterback. And all of a sudden, He's blossomed into this serviceable NFL quarterback who manages the game better than Daniel Jones did this year, better than Tyrod Taylor did this entire, the amount of games that he was in. It's just unfathomable, Sean. It yeah. doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't. It
0: doesn't. And,
1: and look, I, I want to be fully
0: transparent because anybody that's listening to me on the fan with Evan and Tiki, I have really fully bought in this week. Um, look, I think this is kind of like an octopus of avenues where like, there's like eight different ways this could go for the giants in the future. And I want to make like something like very importantly clear. I have not abandoned what I hammered home, which is the time is now to draft a quarterback. I have not abandoned that. And I could take the avenue that if Brian Dable is doing this, with Tommy DeVito, who, by the way, is his first quarterback in a Giant uniform that fully had no pro experience outside of playing for Brian Dable, and we're already seeing what he's doing every week, what could he do with a top-of-the-line prospect? So I'm not fully off of that. However, if the Giants keep winning and, and playing themselves out, I'm also not fully off the idea of, like, it sounds crazy, but maybe the Giants have gotten lucky here. And I scoffed and laughed. And I I probably said tongue-in-cheek, the Brock Purdy stuff. And I brought up Tony Romo. Because, like, the thing is, those things happened in real life. Like, Jake Del was an undrafted free agent. He had a good career, took a team to a Super Bowl. Like, that can happen. It's very rare that it happens. And now I'm sitting here, maybe it's because of coaching, wondering, like, well, maybe just maybe the Giants are getting lucky. Now, I threw cold water on the two wins that he had versus Washington in New England. Now, New England, they only scored the touchdown. Uh, you know, he made some throws to hide in the game, but it was very up and down, but New England's defense has played well. The Washington game, the Giants needed six turnovers and needed every one of them, despite the fact that DeVito was making throws. And before that, we could talk about the jet game. When he came in cold, they, they didn't want him to throw a pass. The Raider game where I, you know, you kind of throw, it cause it felt like the whole team had their life sucked out of him. Cause they were all excited for Jones coming back. And then he went down. And then the Dallas game where, that last drive, I think, might end up being a turning point in the season where Dable kept calling timeouts and get the veto into the end zone with Sterling Shepard. Maybe that mattered. What I have seen, though, especially off of the bye, is an evolution of the quarterback in the playing of the position, Bryce. Okay? I saw him, with my own eyes in the stadium, not be trusted to throw a pass. I saw him take a lot of sacks versus Washington, but develop the deep ball down the field. I saw him do some better things, some more short game things, but ultimately not scored up versus New England. And I saw him do the theatrics and the hero signings at the deli shop. And I thought the bye week, maybe he you know, played into the celebrity and maybe they'd come back and they'd play a, a Packer team off that. By the way, we both picked the Packers to win the game. I was close on the score, by the way. I remember I said DeVito would yeah. take the field and uh, and they would throw a pick. But instead, something funny happened on Monday night. Tommy DeVito made plays, including that third and 10 touchdown throw to Isaiah Hodgins on the run that simply put good quarterbacks, make those plays and bad quarterbacks don't not that you can't make them as a bad quarter, but it's really hard to make it. That was a throw I fell in love with. And then under that pressure after everything, and we've been sat through giant games, Bryce, yep. where that Saquon fumble happens. How many fluky that's plays it. of the giants lost on this year? All these things. That's it. That's the ball game. And he comes out and has full understanding of the clock on a windy field at MetLife Stadium, doesn't just try to chuck it down the field and get everything. He takes what the defense gives him. Saquon here, uh, Wandell Robinson here, and then makes that throw and follows that Wondell uh, route. I just, I, I'm in, man. I, I'm in. There's enough there where I've now seen week to week. I'm sorry, Bryce. Damn what he did in Syracuse. Damn what he did early. He is fully getting the coaching from Dable, and he is doing things that I am sorry, not just like, a game edit. He's doing things good
1: quarterbacks do right now. It's really insane how far we've come from two weeks ago, three weeks ago calling for a a full and complete tank because, as both of us agree, the Giants would be smart in getting one of the top quarterbacks in this upcoming draft, a a quarterback-heavy draft, and we still agree on that, but and I and I kind of had this dilemma last week because you know I, as you said two fluky wins against the Patriots and the Commanders the Commanders suck against us and you know the Patriots were trying to lose that game that after the bye, it would be fully expected the Giants you know facing as I said last week I was clearly wrong but the Packers were were surging going into that last game and I think it was completely expected the Giants would falter and 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 finish out the season losing both games to the Eagles and and whatever and and losing and losing out. And in that moment where especially after the uh, Bobby became Muff, then Saquon fumbles for the fourth time in his career, everyone expected, like okay, this is it. Here we go again. This is Jake Elliott's 61-yard field goal over again. This is this is the the worst possible scenario happening yet again to the Giants. This is Greg Joseph kicking the 61 yard. Like this is, this is oh. what's going to happen to us. And what happened? What happened, Sean? Like this, It's just insane to me that, that Jordan Love goes down the length of the field scores with a lot of time remaining. And what does Tommy DeVito do? He makes the right throws. He makes the right reads. He finds Wandale, the thirty-five, what forty-yard gain puts them into yeah. field goal field goal position. They win a game on Monday night. Sean, oh, yeah. and eight. Kendall Jones is.
0: I was night at. Football. By the way,
1: I was at their last
0: home Monday night win. It was the night Coughlin went into the Ring of Honor against the Bengals in two thousand sixteen. I couldn't believe when that stat flash. I'm like, I, that was the last Monday night Seven home win. Seven
1: years. Seven years. So to go from where we were just a few weeks ago, thinking that the season was over. You know the end is nigh. Throwing in the white ta- the the white flag. Look where we are right now. This, this yeah. is a, a, a likely. There's a likelihood the Giants make the playoffs. They're only a game I, out of the wild card. So this is it,
0: where this is where Devito is now more than a story because two things are going on here. Number one, the family stuff and the Italian and the chicken cutlets. That that's all like a side part of this. That's really funny and yeah, like good for yeah. the family. Look. I know as a parent now, like if my daughter was the star at UConn and you know, they were talking about me looking like Mr. Moon, I would be, you know, dressed up like the moon outside the parking lot. Like I would just embrace the moment. Good for the DeVitos. But it's one thing for like that to be a really cool story. The local kid, it's another thing to watch him realize like, no, he's actually playing really good too. This isn't just, he's the quarterback of the to be winning. And then the second part of this is the NFC is so dog food at the bottom of that wildcard round. Now, on one hand, you can be frustrated because they won the freaking Bill and Jet game. We might be talking about this game. It's like a win and in versus the Saints at this point. That is how insane it is because you'd feel a lot like the Vikings. We feel pretty comfortable in that spot. Um, but because it's dog food, it's impossible to dismiss exactly what's gone on. So before I set up the playoff story, let us just acknowledge that the players. Uh, seem to be buying in. And there is belief, and by the time you're listening to this, maybe we know right or wrong, Darren Waller, man. Darren Waller gets his 21-day window activated on Thursday. He goes out, he practices a little bit. We saw Dexter Lawrence on a pitch count last game. Darren Waller talking about the Italian thing in DeVito. He had this smile on his face like he was gleaning. And you could tell this is now infectious to the point where Think about Darrell is a star NFL player. That's been out for weeks. This could have been a dead season where he came back at the NR, whatever I play, dude, he is trying to speed up the process on coming back. He wants a taste in the worst way. And I joked around with Evan uh, and Tiki on this. You know, he played with some bad Derek Carr stuff, some Flacco stuff. Darren Waller might be watching what's going on with Tommy DeVito going, this is the hottest quarterback play maybe I've ever been able to play with in my career, and I want yeah. in. Like, yeah. we have hit the crazy part of the season where a star player we had is basically going to rush back because he needs to play with Tommy DeVito. Think about that. That's a, and it's also a big deal. Like, DeVito getting Darren Waller back. Like, think about what he's done with all these other receivers. Now you throw – I mean, he's throwing a Wondell Robinson like he's a seven-foot receiver. He's a smurf, as Paul Dettino would say. You get big, tall target like Darren Waller in the mix? Dude, that's another dynamic part of this offense that now DeVito gets a chance to work with.
1: And the thing that he's been doing without Waller is even more astonishing. Yeah. I just, you forgot he was on the team. Exactly. Exactly. You forget that they gave up you know a couple draft picks. They basically gave up Kadarius Tony to get him, and look what – we can get. I don't want to. I don't want to get into that. It's just. It's, it's hilarious what's going on with, with Tony and then thank uh. thank the Lord we don't have to deal with that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Sean, this is just otherworldly that we're, we're witnessing right now, and we talked about it last week. Yeah, I think we did that. This is the the, the highest comparable to this is Linsanity, right? Like this is sure. this football's Jeremy Lin, and I I made this point on my Twitter that if they win this game. And I may be jumping the gun here. If they win this game against the Saints, the Eagles' game will be Jeremy Lin's Lakers' game for Tommy DeVito. You remember that Lakers' game? Yep. He outduels Kobe Bryant, scores 38 points. The Garden is rocking. And that cemented him as a legend in New York sports, in sports in general. This doesn't happen. And it only can happen in a specific market, Sean. It can only thrive. It can only, you know, it, it can only grow in in this intubated market that's new york and it's happening again right now and again they lose to, to the saints it's over right like of course, it's over right. it, it, well it, 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 all, all, i mean it's not, not not the hype but the season the whole the oh actual, the whole like, right so that's really, actually good you know that's, like, where that's we, it